0: My whole thing with this brand is that I just want this brand to be inviting, unintimidating, so fun to use for people who are maybe trying makeup for the first time, or for just like makeup connoisseurs like you guys or other professionals like myself.
1: Hi, Kirby. Hi, Sarah. Welcome Welcome to to Los Angeles. Angeles. Today, we're discussing Ula Henriksen's iconic brand ambassador and why more brands need to lean into the over 40 woman. And we have a special guest,
2: Donnie Davey, and Kirby is sharing the magical lip product you need to pick up from the brand.
1: Welcome, Glamjolinos! We hope you stay a while. <laughs> cute. That's cute. Glams, if you love Los Angeles, be sure to tell a friend about our podcast. And don't forget our hotline. Call us at 424-341-0426. Share with us your product recommendations, guest suggestions, or really anything you want us to know. You can even send us a text. Again, that's 424-341-0426. Write in or call us and you may be featured on a future episode. Sarah, do you remember a video from the early aughts of the internet? I would liken to say it was like 2005.
2: Yes, I replied to your video. That was
1: like my friends and I still quote it. So for those who maybe don't know what the hell we're talking about, there's this video. It was like TikTok before TikTok.
2: It was just the first viral video. At least it felt like it. It was that and then, oh my God, shoes.
1: Yeah, yeah. I wasn't a big, oh my God, shoes person. Sorry to that person that does that. Oh my God, I was. I didn't think it was that funny. I like didn't understand. I thought it was so funny. I didn't understand the hype at all. I was like, I don't get it. But E-Bombs World had this video. I don't even remember what E-Bombs World was. It was kind of just like a TikTok almost, like where you go watch random videos.
2: I don't even remember that at all. I just remember this specific video circulating.
1: So it's called End of World, and I, to this day, quote it at least, like, six times a week. It's about the end of the world, like, what they imagined would happen. U.S. firing missiles at China. Still very relevant to 2022. Yeah. Like, I used to say fucking kangaroos all the time because of that (laughs) that video. Um, But the thing that I consistently say is either, "hoke so. Yeah. Which is like how they started off. I am le tired. I am a tired. Okay, so take a nap, but then si fire zip
2: missiles. Yeah. <laughs> I am le tired was probably like my most used caption for everything. Like if you go look through my Facebook albums, probably my Instagram, probably my old tweets. It's a mood. It encompasses my mood.
1: That is how I feel at any given moment in my life. I am lay tired. That's how I felt about last week when Mercury went into retrograde. I swear I didn't want to believe Mercury retrograde was real. Okay. Cause I'm just like, everyone just gives it a bad rap. It's not that crazy. It really wants you to just like look inward and like, instead of like focusing on the future and doing things that you haven't done before, like focus on the things from the past that like you have consistency with. Like I'm like, okay, you know what? That should be the vibe. Absolutely not. Last week was the week from hell. Yeah, shit was happening that,
2: like, doesn't usually happen, like, just out of nowhere.
1: Anything that could have gone wrong went wrong last week. Yeah. And by the end of it, when we finally got through it, when we finally got through, like, we had a huge interview, y'all, on Friday, okay? And, And by the way, we've been planning this interview for months, like, literal months, I was like, this is not going to end well, probably. When we were there and we did this interview in person, so it's going to be extra special. But when we got there, the software that I record on just didn't want to work. Despite the fact that I had tested it like eight times that night, like the night before. I was like, cool. Did you know that I was kind of freaking out? Did you know? No, I couldn't tell. I felt like I kind of held it together. You held it together.
2: And then I forgot a very important part of my mic connection the dongle the dongle and I was like all right but you know why I think we sort of kept it cool in these extremely stressful moments because we were just expecting it to happen
1: already. yeah we were like no this is gonna be miserable this could be worse the computer could not turn on the mics could just stop working listen we've had worse interviews Scarlett Johansson, case in point, like that whole situation where Scarlett Johansson's entire audio and video did not record the way it was supposed to. And we had to like reconvene and figure out how to get it. Oh, my God. That was so bad.
2: Or when we interviewed Priscilla Ono and the computer just kept crashing. Yeah. And we had to like re-record like two times. And she was such a so kind, so kind. (laughs) Uh, But no, it all worked out and it worked out even better. Like probably the best, like you said, best interview we've ever had, like best audio. All was great.
1: Audio incredible. Rapport was good. It felt like a legitimate chat between girlfriends talking about beauty versus interviewing somebody that like we don't know very well. Yeah,
2: it couldn't have gone better. And we're just very grateful we got out of it alive.
1: Anyways, so by the end of it, we were fucking le-tired. Yeah, we were le-tired. We were (laughs) le-tired. But on that note, I feel like I should dive into my wife. Yes. This is a big episode. There's a lot of exciting things
2: happening here, Uh, starting with what is on Kirby's face? What has been on Kirby's face for the past six months? (laughs) Okay,
1: y'all, Half Magic is launching today. By the time you listen to this, I'm hoping there's still product available. I'm just anticipating everything selling out like immediately. I'm pretty sure they have worldwide shipping. This is also a vegan cruelty-free makeup situation. So I just feel like, A, there's a lot of hype around it, a lot of excitement around it. People are messaging me saying, oh my God, I cannot wait for this brand to launch. But then also like so many people will have access to it that I feel like it's going to sell out like day one, in my humble opinion. So as you guys know, if you've been listening to the pod for a hot minute, in February, we announced Half Magic was launching this month and I was assigned by Allure to go to the Euphoria set, get all the tidbits there, and then talk to Donnie about launching the brand itself. And so I want to make a TikTok about how like I'm done with first impression videos, because I don't think first impressions actually benefit anybody anymore.
2: It's not a true review. Review. It's not an accurate like review of a product that you're going to wear all day long or especially for skincare. Yeah. You can't do a first impression. No one cares about a first impression skincare review.
1: Yeah. I hate it. I hate it. And I think makeup, obviously there's more first impression makeup videos, but for me personally, I don't care.
2: Right. But even then, how is it going to wear in like two hours, three hours, four hours by the end of the day? What if you broke out like terribly?
1: Yeah, what if in five days you realize this gave you cystic acne? Which happens. (laughs) It literally happens.
2: You need to give it time. I agree, Kirby.
1: So I'm over the first impression of it all. Give me like a really juicy review of like you slept in this. Mm -hmm. I mean, I don't sleep in your makeup, but you know what I'm saying. You know what I'm saying. So Half Magic's finally out. I could wax poetic about every single product in this launch. I would say that I'm biased because I have been like the only person – Editor-wise, working on this for so long, or even had samples. Yes, yeah. But <laughs> Sarah's misting herself right now with the Ronavon. <laughs> She's doing like a Ronavon moment. But I also don't have to like the product to like write a good story about it, right? Like oh, totally. I can explain to you everything about a line and tell you why it may last long or why the colors may pay off. But like, I don't have to give a glowing review of it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So. The fact is, is that I'm fucking obsessed with this line, y'all. It made me enjoy makeup again. It made me excited to actually get out of my comfort zone. And the product that I'm wearing right now, which is actually the only makeup product I'm wearing on my face because I was working out and then decided to put it on, is from a kit that they're selling called the Lip Trick Kit, which is $26, and it comes with two products. One product is a double-ended Lip liner called Sculptitude. How good is that name? Sculptitude. Love it. So cute. Genius. And the other product is called Mouth Cloud Lip Cream. I love Mouth Cloud.
2: The names are just all so good.
1: Donnie named them all. Shocker. Like, just brilliant. What can't she do? Truly. (laughs) And she's launching Lip Trick in two colorways. So there's like a very bright, vivid, like Lisa Frank style kit that has more of like a magenta lip and then the double-ended liner is this sky blue and like literally neon pink. And when you use it, like it can turn purple. So it's like very much like the vivid, crazy lip, right? But for me, I obviously gravitated towards the more nude (laughs) lip trick. Shocker. I think a lot of people would. I think a lot of people will. And this one, the Sculptitude liner... There's a deep cocoa brown shade called I'll Pray For You. And on the other side is more (laughs) of like a beigey peach called I Have Needs. This is Maddie in a nutshell, okay? Like when I heard these names and Donnie was telling me, I'm like, I feel like Maddie would be wearing, Maddie from Euphoria would be wearing this particular. And while Donnie did not disclose like who exactly wore which products, they had most of the product samples on set last year. She didn't want to be like, okay, Barbie wore this, this, and this in this episode because a lot of these girls, A, have cosmetic contracts now. So she wants to be respectful and be also like, they're not getting paid to like promote this brand. So she wanted to be respectful and I totally get that. But that doesn't mean that I can't call out some scenes.
2: Right. I think you could watch it and see now, especially you having all the products and having had it for a while now, be like, that for sure is this shade
1: yes like basically i have a strong inclination that anytime cassie was trying to be maddie she's wearing magic brownie which is the shade that i'm talking about today of mouth cloud and maddie i think was wearing magic brownie a lot as well donnie did say that magic brownie was not every kit all of the cast members bags that they would take to set it was in every single person's bag because a it is magic in a way it looks different Sarah, when you get this Mm -hmm. and you wear it, it's going to look completely different on you than it does on me. And even when I use it with the Sculptitude lip liner, it looks different depending on which liner I use. So I am wearing it right now with I'll Pray For You, which is the dark cocoa Mm -hmm. with magic brownie on top, which when you look at it in the packaging, it looks pretty dark. Yeah, it does. right? And it actually kind of mimics like what it looks like on my lips right now. But sometimes when I wear it, if I pair it with I Have Needs, the more peachy beige It looks like a completely different color. Sarah Kinnanen, my editor for the Allure story, she had her makeup done by Donnie as well. And when she wore magic brownie, I was like, that's magic brownie on you. It looks completely different. It looks more like a peach than like a dark, interesting taupey brown. What is it that
2: makes it that magic?
1: I honestly think it's the way that it's like a diffused on the lips. So when you put it on, it's definitely more matte, but it's like a comfort matte. And there's a couple of ingredients in there. We consulted a cosmetic chemist to go through all of the ingredient lists. And I was like, what would make this last long? Or like, why would this feel so good on the lips? And there are like several key ingredients included that would make it last long and feel uh-huh. right, right. But I think the other part is like pairing it with the lip liner that comes in Lip Trick.
2: Mm, adds a different dimension to it. Sure.
1: Because when I put this on without lip liner, it looks completely different mm-hmm. than how you're seeing it right now. Like, how would you describe how my lips look right now? It's like a brown,
2: like it's like a taupey brown, but like very 90s and like a nude. It looks really good.
1: Yes. But then you saw that Instagram story I did a couple of weeks ago where yeah. I'm like, I'm using a product that's taken over pillow talk yeah. for me. It didn't look like this. No, it looked less brown. So- It really is magic, and I am freaking obsessed with it, y'all. So it's going to come in this kit. I believe they're going to start selling them in singles, like just by themselves at some point, but I think they wanted to pair it together. So you really got like this full artistry moment. Mm -hmm. The kit is $26, two different colorways. If you want magic brownie, you will have to buy the kit, I believe. I don't think they're selling them singularly. It sounded like it was a kit. Yeah, and it's $26 for both Sculptitude and Magic Brownie. This is the other thing. You can't mix and match them. Like, you have to buy either the one kit or the other kit, or if you want all of the mouth cloud shades that they're launching with, you have to buy both kits. Okay. So if you've seen me wearing any type of lip color the last six months, it's been Magic Brownie. I, like, pulled the actual packaging out today, but I've been hoarding it. I was going to say, you're probably almost out. Well, thank God Donnie gave me this vat of it last month when I saw her and she was just like go to town sister but no I'm like planning on getting on half magic tomorrow and loading up on the lip trick because I'm so obsessed wow well that's really saying something it is and we don't want to just give you guys our take on this lovely brand we had Donnie come back and give us the lowdown on half magic and why you're going to love it so you can hear it straight from the horse's mouth We have a very special, magical guest, if you will. She's been on the pod before and she's back because she has big, beautiful news. Donnie Davy, welcome back to Los Angeles. Yeah. We love you dearly. Yeah. <laughs> What's your big news? Share with the people. My
0: big news is that I have my very own makeup line. It's called Half Magic Beauty. I've been working on it for actually three years, and it's launching now. Right now. Woo! I wish we had
2: champagne, y'all. I have a watermelon hard seltzer. Oh,
0: okay.
1: <laughs> we'll take that. We'll take that. I need to get on your level, honestly. <laughs> so a couple of months ago in February, I talked about Half Magic on the pod because I worked with Allure on this exclusive God, I can't believe it's finally here. I feel like (laughs) this has taken over my life. Donnie, I can only imagine what it feels like for you. But like literally, I was talking to Kathy who does the PR for Half Magic and we were like, we're almost there. Like the day has almost come and now it's finally here. And I cannot wait for everyone to get to try these products. I've had coming up on six months, well, probably like four or five with the actual products and getting to play with them. And I want you to know, Donnie, Opening up the actual components and using them, I'm like scared because I'm like, no, they're so perfect. Like, I don't want to fuck them up. Like, <laughs> I just want to keep using like those samples that I got sent. Well, the little like lip wands and dipping them in the
0: tubs. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Cause I, I'm like, <laughs> I need to use all of that before I actually get into the good stuff. So for Half Magic, I think the first question like on everybody's mind is like, okay, love the name, but where did it stem from? What is the half magic ethos? Tell us more.
0: Okay. So basically in a nutshell, the makeup is half of the magic and the person wearing the makeup is the other half. The other meaning to half magic is sort of like more about the looks from euphoria that sort of like are this combination. And it's just the heart of the looks of euphoria because this isn't a euphoria makeup brand, but like something that's really in the core of what has now, you know, become, hashtag euphoria makeup, is this total bridge of fantasy makeup looks, maybe looks you'd see coming down a runway or like on stage. So it's the bridging of fantasy makeup and everyday life and sort of ignoring the fact that some humans out there think that like rhinestones and glitter are like not for every day. It's sort of getting rid of that notion. It's fantasy. It's reality. It's half magic. It doesn't matter. It's you. You're exploring facets of your personality. You're exploring different versions of yourself. You're using makeup to do so. And my whole thing with this brand is that I just want this brand to be inviting, unintimidating, so fun to use for people who are maybe trying makeup for the first time or for just like makeup connoisseurs like you guys or other professionals like myself.
2: I can't even remember. It was so long ago when we had you on the podcast. And I'm sure we did ask you whether or not you wanted to start your own brand. But we had you on because you did a collaboration with Face Lace, which was such a fun collab. We loved it. I can't even imagine how many people are in your inbox trying to do collaborations with you, reaching out to you to like start your own brand. I'm sure there were like millions and millions. Why did you want to start Half Magic with A24? Like, why did this feel like the right partnership, the right brand? Like, tell us like how this came to be where you were like, okay, this is it. This is what I'm moving forward with.
0: I had a lot of fun opportunities come my way, like to do a collaborative palette, like choose the colors, pop out a palette, all these things that could have happened like three years ago, honestly, they could have been like that kind of instant gratification. There was talk about maybe doing a makeup line like within another line, like under an umbrella makeup company and sort of having it be an offshoot. And when the producers of Euphoria on the A24 side and I started talking about like, should we do a line? Like, what would it look like? My one thing I was certain of is that I really wanted us to create this brand from the ground up. I wanted this brand to have like as much thought in it and integrity as I have with the looks on the show, everything intentional, everything thought out. I wanted to be really in there with like the formulas, obviously the colors and the naming of stuff, but it's so much more than that. And I just wanted to make sure that we could be little enough when we started so that like we could be a little malleable, listen to our consumers, see what they want, you know, and not kind of use the resources of another brand. And then along with those amazing potential resources could be like limitations as well, because certain brands, you know, all brands have the ways they do things and what works for them. And I wanted to just be completely original in figuring out what our brand would be.
1: So one thing that I love about Half Magic is, well, It's mostly you because you really have encouraged me to like play with makeup. I very much had a look, which was, you know, sometimes wing liner or sometimes like a brown smoky eye with like tons of lashes and a nude lip. And now I wear magic brownie, one of the mouth cloud shades every day of my life. I'm not kidding. Like, people are like, it's overtaken pillow talk, which is huge for me. Sarah knows.
0: <laughs> it's huge for you.
1: No, truly, I'm obsessed. But one thing is, like, I am playing with vivids. Like, I literally wore, like, neon green, the We Are Aliens, the other day to an event. I never would have wanted to wear that color on my face. I'd be like, it's kind of like a pukey spring green, <laughs> it's like an you know? Alien like, green. Yeah, it's totally alien. And I would never think to wear that. But, like, you doing my makeup and like showing me the products you've encouraged me to be like free and fantasize and like just have fun with it and not like kind of stay in my box which I love and on that note the colors are so vivid and they're also safe to be used around the eyes I think this is something that like really stuck out to me when you talked to me about this because like all the products are vegan they're cruelty free which is like a staple for makeup of course but like you still get this incredible color payoff that a lot of other brands either they do do, except for the fact that they shouldn't because they're not supposed to be used around the eyes. Like, can we talk about that aspect of it? Because I think this is like a really big thing for Half Magic in general.
0: Yeah, I learned a lot working with Sam Sachs, who's our product developer. I learned a lot about red and pink and purple pigments and how to make them vegan and how to make them clean. Unfortunately for me, the brightest, brightest, brightest shades of all those colors do contain non-vegan or non-FDA approved pigments to be used around the eyes. Those pigments can be used on lips and cheeks, but not around the eyes. So I'm incredibly happy with the amount of vividness that we got in our pink and red eye paints while keeping them clean and vegan. But that was one of the big things I was learning is like, what ingredients in these formulas like that I think every other brand does, but now I see like, oh, okay, that eyeshadow, that like bright red eyeshadow is just called a face powder or like a pressed powder. But we really wanna showcase makeup on the eyes. And for us to be able to do that on our Instagram and on our website and show these colors on our eyes, we really need to be by the books, which is actually good because, you know, we want everyone who uses our products to have a safe, clean experience, whether they're like a preteen or like an old lady.
1: Totally. It's wild. When you were telling me about that, I was like, holy shit, I didn't even realize it. Because Donnie's like, yeah, a lot of these like vivid neons that you're seeing people use on their eyes, like you don't see them on people's eyes on the models, you don't see them, like even mention them as an eye product, but they look like an eye palette. It's wild. It's absolutely insane.
0: And then I was looking at like some of my favorite colors, like eyeshadows and stuff that I've used over the years. And I'm like, Oh my god, these are made with crushed up beetles. Uh, yeah
1: Yeah. (laughs) fuck (laughs) you're like I I don't like love beetles but I don't want them crushed up into my cosmetics either
0: I know Um, isn't there another way um but no I'm like on top of like any new like we're searching constantly for new innovations in vegan and clean colors and textures and and all that and it's super fun to be in that world now
2: totally I just also have to say like First of all, Kirby would like not shut up about all of the products that she tried like six months ago. And I was like, okay, well, like I'm not gonna get to try it for a while. (laughs) So I'm just like dying to try it. Kirby, you didn't share. Listen, it's a very small sample and COVID times. I get it. I understand. But like I'm very much the same way as Kirby, where it's like I stick to like one color. Like I have a Charlotte Tilbury eyeshadow palette that I very much stick to. It's like in my family of colors. But I feel like I still haven't found like the right vivid colored eyeshadows where I could feel comfortable wearing it. Or also no one has taught me how to wear it in a way where I feel comfortable. And so like, yeah, seeing Kirby being able to do it and it feels and looks so natural. And even just looking at you right now, like it's so beautiful and balanced, but it looks like very everyday. Like, I'm not like, oh, Donnie's going somewhere. Like, it just looks like so gorgeous and then you're it's like balanced with your beautiful lip. And then when you did like Megan Decker's makeup on the refinery team, like she is also very much like a neutral girl. But you did this like gorgeous green eye on her and it looked so good on her. And she told me she was like, I would never have thought to do this on Mm -hmm. myself. But now like you're giving all of us this like confidence to like do that. So that is something to be so proud of, I feel
0: thank you. Yeah Megan's look was cool. It was our copper glitter in the shade money, please, layered on top (laughs) of we are aliens. And it like muted the green down and made this like gorgeous, like greenish, goldish, copper kind of multidimensional shape. And it was just like what I'm wearing now is just like a color. It wasn't like a fade or anything fancy brushwork. It was just like a color block. And I had the violet blush on her cheeks. And it was weird because if you look at the colors, she was like, oh, this is crazy. Like I wouldn't put these on my face. But then when we put them on her face, they just looked like a really elevated, like almost like still looked kind of nude-ish to be honest. It just had like this yeah. kind of beautiful detail color stuff going on.
2: And something that she mentioned too was like how quickly you were able to do it, which also I was like, yeah, I can't believe Donnie did like 20 beauty editors. I makeup up that day. And- like 30, yeah.
0: 30. <laughs> I am used to working fast.
2: But it also speaks to, I think like, the actual product, right? Like it's, it's very like easy and effortless to use.
0: Yeah. I mean, I love liquid eyeshadows and eye paints because like, if you get the formula, right, you can have time to blend them and turn them into a gorgeous eyeshadow, or you can paint them on as an eyeliner or something graphic, wait for them to set. And then they don't budge. And I love regular eyeshadows too, but it takes me almost sometimes a little longer because you're building up the color and you're building up and you're building up. And then I always make a mess and then have to, you know, clean up underneath and all that. But I'll never stop using eyeshadows. But that's what I love so much about like liquid eye paints. You just slap them on and you're like, you're done.
1: The components that they come in actually really lend themselves well to like creating art on the face without having to have like a separate set of brushes. Half Magic does sell tools as well, which we will get into in a second when we go through what you guys are launching with. But What I've loved about like, for instance, the glitter pill or glitters is that like the brush is so precise that like, if you just want to do a wing, you can do it with this and you don't have to worry about like cleaning it up in any way. It just kind of just glides on the face. I also wanted to say about the Chrome Addiction products, that little doze foot, Mm -hmm. depending on what you want, if you lay it flat, it gives you like a larger wash of color And you can create a cool wing or you can turn it on its side to make it a little bit thinner. I mean, I know that like does foot are used or does feet, I guess, are used like a a (laughs) lot. It's a weird name. (laughs) But it's different for me when I use these. And it's like, I'm already intimidated, but this makes it less intimidating for me.
0: Oh, good. I'm so glad because I don't want to assume also that everyone who might be interested in using these products like has a full set of brushes. And brushes and other tools are kind of like, it's kind of intimidating. And, mm-hmm. and I don't want people to shy away. People who want to wear, you know, bold looks or glitter or whatever, I don't want them to shy away from it because they think they need like all these fancy brushes because you really don't. Half the time I just put stuff on with my finger. I swipe it right on. Then I use my finger to pat it out or like mm-hmm. one eyeshadow brush. You don't need a whole set. But yeah, I really wanted the applicators, the doe feet to be kind of tapered on one side, fat on the other. So you can get in your inner corners. You can even make a wing and you can kind of get in your nooks and crannies and just lay the color on. So I'm glad that you like the applicators. They were very intentionally designed.
2: So your name and your work, obviously synonymous with euphoria, but why was it important for you to have half magic stand on its own? Like, What is the difference between hashtag euphoria beauty and half magic?
0: so much more from my own personal story and my own career has gone into this line than just euphoria. And also, you know, my previous projects and like, history with doing makeup has all led up to euphoria. So the line really is more than just the show. But I think you know what? I really want consumers to know that like, yes, this is a line to use. If you love Euphoria, you love the looks, you want to recreate the looks, of course. But I think people might be surprised to see that some of our shades are actually just like really elevated, almost like more subtle colors. And I hope that people who have never seen the show or people who like aren't in Gen Z and who might think like, oh, that's a Euphoria makeup line. It's like for for kids or whatever. I hope that They'll try the line, and they'll love it, and they'll see how high-end the formulas are. And not everything is a wild color, and it's really a lot about the user experience and the texture and how things look on the skin and how they go on. I really hope that this line could be like someone's first makeup line or first makeup products that they try. This could be someone who is too young to watch Euphoria, you know?
1: (laughs) Totally. I think that you guys also have done a really great job on the imagery of it all. First and foremost, the artist that did the packaging is...
0: Sarah Rabin out of Brooklyn.
1: Wow. I mean, I'm upset. Like, I do not want to throw these packages away. They will be in my, like, vintage beauty um, stash (laughs) over in the corner. Okay, so I already sung my praises about my favorite products from Half Magic earlier in the ep. But I want to know... Like, this is going to be hard. I'm sorry. But, like, what are your favorites? And are there any particular products that were born out of maybe, like, an iconic scene in euphoria? I know this is not a euphoria, quote, unquote, makeup line. But, like, I know that we used it. Are we? (laughs) I'm a part of the cast now, the the very (laughs) naked team. I'm I'm on Euphoria, basically. Um, I I know that y'all used it in the trailer like it was in all of the sample packaging and stuff like that. So was there any specific name or product that was born out of like an iconic Euphoria moment?
0: You know... Like it was a no brainer in the beginning, like, okay, we have to make glitter, like we're launching with glitter, or we're dying. (laughs) Um, So I think, yeah, that part was really born from like season one. But you know, these products were all in the works well before season two. And because everything takes so long in the makeup manufacturing world. Yeah, I was able to, to use some product on the show, like little samples here and there. But yeah, you know, I definitely wanted to choose products and colors that are in the euphoria world that people might, you know, love to like try on and wear on their faces. But each color I will say is like extremely intentional. I wouldn't choose, you know, like blue just because, oh, I used it, you know, on so and so and in that episode, like in season one, and people will like, no, or, or people will want to recreate. I chose colors that I am obsessed with that I love. And then I shifted those colors a little bit. What I think about when I'm thinking about colors is like, how does this look under low lighting? How does this look in weird lighting? How does this look in bright lighting? So it's I don't think about like, how's it going to look on the red carpet, like in a flash, like it'll look great. It'll look bright. But when I'm choosing a blue or a red, it's really important to me to think about in the shadows, how's that going to look? And how's it going to reflect light? And then like, I don't want any of the colors to be like primary, like straight up colors. Like I want them all to be like really special. Like our blue is like a, kind of like a cornflower periwinkle blue. It's called sky juice, but it's like not quite a sky blue. It's like has a little bit more nuance to it. Um, I mean, that's what makes me excited when I'm, you know, choosing colors to use on people. I'm always looking for like those nuanced
1: colors that don't look just like a pure color.
0: And I love to mix stuff.
1: So what is your favorite lip product? And what is your favorite eye product? You have to choose one of each.
0: The Magic Brownie Lip Kit. So that's technically three products. (laughs) I was going to say you cheated. But it's a kit. It is. It's one item when it's like in your shopping cart. So booyah. (laughs) That's fair. (laughs) And the kits are amazing because the lip liners are dual ended. So you can make your exact own perfect shade of brown, or you can, you know, use the dark one as a liner, the lighter one as a, as like a highlight on your lip. So you can have like endless shades of brown. So I, I'm obsessed with that, with that kit. I feel like I could definitely just have that for the rest of my life, like every day. And then for the eye products, I think this shade I'm wearing right now, Spirit Guide, is just like my very special little bibb. But also No Shame is my very special little bebe.
1: Wait, which one is No Shame?
0: It's like a pinkish corally shimmer. It's one of the Chromadiction shimmer colors. And it also has this like lilac shift to it. Yes. And the spirit guide one is all like periwinkle, purpley, lavender, bluey. And then it has this lilac, like duochrome shift. I'm obsessed with lilac and periwinkle and shimmer and all that. So a lot of the products have these like magical little lilac and lavender and like pale blue moments when they shimmer, like when they move in the light.
1: Okay. And I just want to point out that Donnie chose this periwinkle shade before Pantone came out with it as color of the year, very, Perry. so she was ahead of the trend. Just
2: saying. Of course she was. Of course she was. Thank
0: you.
1: <laughs> Basically, they got in Donnie's head and they were like, we should align. We should align with Donnie Davy." Okay, Donnie, we're so proud of you. We love you. We're so glad that you decided to come back and share this launch with our listeners. Where can everybody pick it up? Because it's out today. They
0: can go to halfmagicbeauty.com. They can go to our Instagram, halfmagicbeauty, and take a look around and then go to the website. But yeah, it's just us to you direct to consumer you can only get it online and today's the day hopefully the website doesn't like crash or something it will
2: but that's a good thing <laughs> it will and then you'll fix it right away
0: and it'll I be hope fine the brand new website doesn't have any issues but yeah you can find it today Woohoo! thank you so much for having me on again it's always a pleasure you too
2: We got some quick headlines. First, Sunny Space is officially live in the United States. Went live May 16th. You can shop on SunnySpace.com. If you have not had a chance to listen to our episode with Martine Ho, who is the creative director and co-founder of the brand. Pause and go back. Please, yes. Pause, go back, listen to the episode on Friday and then come back here. Guarantee you are going to want to pick up one, if not all 15 shades of the fluff mat, which is the only product that they're debuting with. They are rolling out the rest of the products from the brand slowly, but surely. But yeah, so available now
1: go pick it up. Kirby's fave
2: milkshake.
1: Yes. What are your faves? I think you're the expert. So let's say people want to get like three shades. What three shades should they get? Like, how do you create your Sunny's face wardrobe? I think Milkshake is really good. Girl
2: Crush for me is like almost like a burnt orangey red. I love how it looks. I've been using that a lot. These are like the old ones. I'm like looking. These are, it's like different packaging, but it's the same color.
1: Wait, the one you were holding was a burnt orange
2: red? Yeah, does it not look like that to you? That looks pink to me. I know, but when you wear it, it's more red. Oh, okay. I will say that's the one thing about the Sunny Space colors is that it looks different on your lip, which is probably, I mean, like no surprise, like it looks different on everyone, but it definitely looks different on your actual lip versus like in the actual bullet. But it is more on me like a burnt orange red. So that one is Girl Crush. Definitely get Milkshake. Love that. Which is the more like, it's like a peachy pink nude almost. It leans more pink. It leans more pink. Yeah. Girl Crush leans more red, warm. And then Vacay, which is the one that Martine created herself. This is like her favorite. It's just supposed to like enhance your natural lip color. It looks more like a nude. It's just supposed to be relaxed. Like you're on vacation.
1: Okay. What kind of nude? Like nude for Filipino? I wish you had it because I want to see it, what it looks like on you. Because when I see that, when you say nude, I'm like, that's not nude for me. Like, that looks, like, dark. That would probably be dark on you.
2: I guess it's more of a brown. That's what I should say.
1: Okay, a Not a, more, brown. Not a okay. nude,
2: more of, like, a a brown. But on me, it looks, matches, like, the color of my natural lip. Got it's it. It's just supposed to be, like, you're on vacation and you just want, like, a little bit of color. That's what vacay is. Okay, They're all Great. really good. They're $16, so... I think, you know, not super expensive. I would have suggest picking up a few, like Kirby said, do a little bit of a lipstick wardrobe and support my favorite, cult favorite Filipino brand coming to the United States. This is mage, mage news.
1: Filipino excellence. <laughs> yes, exactly. Okay, this is interesting news coming from Ula Henriksen.
2: I know, our good friend Ula The iconic award-winning actress, Kim Cattrall, has been named the newest campaign face for Ole Henriksen for their first ever body care franchise called Touch.
1: Oh. I know. Okay, Touch. Do we know what's in this body care franchise?
2: Yes. Okay, so there is a Beam Cream Smoothing Body Moisturizer and then a Firmly Yours Dry Body Oil. So it's two products. The key ingredients in the Beam Cream Smoothing Body Moisturizer are AHAs and fruit enzymes. There's caffeine and then some rich butters and oils. And then in the Firmly Yours Toning Dry Body Oil, there's peptides, elderberry, blackcurrant, cloudberry oil, blackcurrant extract, and vitamin E. So I think you're meant to use both. And apparently it's like... Cattrall knows the confidence having ultra touchable skin brings both on screen and off. And there's a video. Hold on, I'm gonna
0: link you. The importance of treating
1: yourself. Wow. Okay, I love it. She's a fucking icon. I- uh, this is what I want. This is what I want. I want stuff like this. Yes, I love it for so
2: many reasons. One, because she's not a 22-year-old celebrity who's trying to like pawn body firming, you know, do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. We've been talking about this. We want to see more like real mature woman in
1: beauty campaigns. I hope to God I'm right, but I feel like there's going to be a 40 essence, meaning we're going to start seeing brands launch where the ingredients and what the claims are and how they work and how they feel and then how they perform is all going to be focused on people that are aging that have lines, wrinkles, crepiness, texture, loose skin, whatever it is. And it's not going to be this whole thing of like I have gorgeous skin cuz I use this. No, you have gorgeous skin cuz you're literally like 20 years old. You're a child, you're a baby. Um and I I really hope I'm right and I hope this is just the start. Like I think Ula I remember that brand specifically for the spa for the longest time. I was going to say, I bet you she has been a
2: loyal client of the spa, like back when he still worked there and owned it.
1: Yeah. The one that is on Sunset across from like Dry Bar and the Butcher Baker Cappuccino Maker uh, next door to that Pilates spot that Hailey Bieber and Kendall Jenner go to all the time. And, you know, they were acquired by Kendo We should do a whole breakdown of like how Kendo has completely transformed brands because they did it with KVD. Obviously, they've done it like 800 times with KVD, actually. And then like Ula Henriksen was not this young millennial Gen Z brand. It was very much a more elevated spa brand. Mm -hmm. And now I feel like from the packaging to the types of products they do. And then they were having like, I mean, they, they do influencer trips still. It was like crazy. What were they called? Glow Camp? Yeah, Glow Camps. And they like really, really, really like got into like the influencer space. Yeah, yeah. Which for me, like makes sense because you got to evolve. But at the same time would also be like, does this make sense? Like what's happening here? So I love that they've kind of gone back to like someone that I care about. (laughs) Is that so rude to say? Like I actually I care about Kim Cattrall. It's not even that. It's just, like, it's different.
2: It's exciting. And, like, I think, I mean, we haven't seen her in a minute. Also, you know, she's 65. Yeah, she's incredible. She's just, yeah, it's like, so beautiful, so sexy in this campaign. And, yeah, I'm like, I'm sold. I'm
1: sold. Get on my body. I want to Kim Control it up. You know what I'm saying? hmm Anyways, so when are these products available? Are they available now?
2: Both products, both the... Be- Beam Cream Smoothing Body Moisturizer and the Firmly Yours Dry Body Oil are both available on UliHenriksen.com. However, the body oil will not be available on sephora.com until May 31st. But you can go shop on, yeah, UliHenriksen.
1: Okay. Sarah, if you had a brand that you loved, they came to you and said, we'd like you to consult. Who should we tap to be our next brand ambassador? who would you pick and why? And what, who is the brand? Well, it depends. There's so many like scenarios cause it has to be the right person for the brand, right? Pick a brand. It can't be Sunny's face. Can't be Tatcha. And who would it be? So I've been like, I don't know why I've been thinking about
2: her a lot. I think it's because I'm obsessed with Zoe Kravitz. But Zoe Kravitz's mom, Lisa Bonet, is just like one of the most beautiful women ever. And I feel like it would be so cool to see the two of them in a campaign together. Maybe it's with YSL because Zoe is with YSL. But let's take YSL out of the picture. If there was like a skincare brand that they could work together with. But I'm like, who would be like iconic and good enough? to work with both Zoe and this icon. I feel like it would have to be more like, I like a natural type, like, you know, a brand that uses a lot of like natural ingredients, quote unquote. I love to see them with Necessaire. Ooh, like a body. I love that. I love that.
1: And I feel like they're both cool and Necessaire is cool. Just like yes. low, low maintenance, not a lot of fuss, but like gets the job done. And they're both just like, yes, like, you know, Doing their body care together. Yeah.
2: Or like that uh, body brand um, Mother or Mother, M-U-T-H-A. They have like their body oil and the cream. I feel like it's like just like such a sexy that like celebrates women. I think they would be great for that too. But I would, I want to see Lisa Bonet. Same. She's gorge. I would love that. Okay. What about you?
1: Okay. So mine are like very punny, obvi, (laughs) So I would do Fresh Beauty and I would sign Tatiana Ali and the whole campaign would be like Fresh Prince of Bel-Air sitch. Love. Like she's in the mansion in Bel-Air doing her whole skincare routine with all of the Fresh products. She also had like a bomb song called Daydreamin', which I still listen to to this day. I danced to that in a talent show.
2: No, you didn't. Are you serious? It was a mix. <laughs> it was first daydreaming and then we went into Aaliyah. wow iconic need to see the footage roll the film i wish there was footage but at that moment i was like oh maybe i'm a really good dancer (laughs) i was not (laughs) but no i love this people used to say and i don't very flattered by this but they were like you look like tatiana ali when i was like in college i think it's because we both have well she has kind of like a, a smaller eye And the little nose.
1: Yes. I can see it when y'all smile. So very into that. I also just thought of this in my head, which I don't know if if it would even benefit them. But you know the song, Do You Know the Way to San Jose? So Dionne Warwick, instead, there's a whole movement of like women of color using self-tanner. Yes. Do you know the way to Saint-Tropez? And then it's like her like doing self-tanner to like even out her skin tone or her bod or whatever. Wow. I'm into it. Have you? That's a free idea. Have you tweeted that to her? <laughs> <laughs> She's probably, she'd be like, immediately no. She's like taking after Justin Bieber. Immediately no. Sorry, young woman. I don't, I she, she probably is like, I do not need self-tanner. But I'm just saying the whole movement of watching women of color try self-tanner and seeing that even out their skin tone. I'm just saying I love it. Makeup for women of color, Tiara Willis, has, like, started a revolution. It's great. Or even just the song. Like, if they can pay royalties
2: and do a commercial.
1: That feels like a very benefit thing, right? Like, is there, like, bad gal bang? Like, if Rihanna didn't have her brand... Like, it should be great because bad gal really yeah, bad yeah. gal bang. They have, like, blushes coming out, right? Like, a whole blush ordeal. Mm-hmm. Like, Dandelion. What's the cowboy one? Dallas. Dallas. Oh, oh, my God. They could get the cast from Dallas. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm here for it. Let's nostalgia this shit up, Brands. Just do it. That's the way Just to do our it.
2: hearts. Take a
1: note from Ula Henriksen, somebody, please, for the love of God, book Megan Fox so we can get this woman on our podcast. I don't understand. I think people are trying.
2: I just don't think she either cares or too, like, it doesn't
1: feel right. I need this to happen. I need some, it's, she's too beautiful to not have a beauty campaign. Like, someone do this. As long as she's not trying to do one on her own. Yeah, yeah. I don't think she needs to. She's good. She's good. Just be a brand ambassador. Make that easy money, sis. Do it. I want to know just what she's really using, to be honest. Same. She looks so great. MGK did say that she lines up his skincare for him. Oh my god, in I the bathroom that. That's so cute. So that he knows what to use next. I know. Fresh. Ever
2: catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, Thank you everyone for listening
1: this week. We will be back on Friday with another great guest interview. Make sure you subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts and follow us on Spotify so you don't miss any breaking beauty news or product reviews. And if you want to support us, be sure to follow us at Gloss Angeles Pod on all platforms and join our Facebook group. Plus, find every product we recommend
2: on our website, glossangelispod.com, as well as links to the stories and news we report each week. You can follow us, your hosts, I'm Sarah Tan, that's
1: S-A-R-A-T-A-N, on all social platforms. And I'm Kirby Johnson, K-I-R-B-I-E, on all social platforms. Los Angeles was created by us, Kirby Johnson and Sarah Tan. It's part of the ACAST network and licensed by Vice Media Group.